0: Today we're going to be talking about how to set up an email newsletter system for your local clients and how to get paid really well to do that every single time that you send out a newsletter but without having to be present all the time to actually do it but let software run it. So this is a system that we use in our agency to make a lot of money every month and it's something that I want to show you how to do. Let's dive in. Let's do it. This is the Digital Agency Insiders Podcast. Inside, you'll learn how to build, grow, and scale your digital marketing agency, all from the comfort of your favorite coffee shop. Let's get started with the show. All right, so today we are talking about email and how we do newsletters for our local clients, whether you happen to be a chiropractor or a dentist. A real estate agent, whatever it happens to be, email is a huge, huge way to stay top of mind with your existing clients and to get them to come back and do business with you. Uh, so, like I said, if you are listening for the first time, welcome. We're glad to have you. This is the Digital Agency Insiders Podcast. And we talk about all the kinds of things that uh, you can do to build your digital agency and to build a business that you can run from a coffee shop. That's that's really the whole point of this is the freedom to work anywhere. Today, joining me is Tabitha Thomas. And uh, hey, Tabitha, how you doing? Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not in the know, Tabitha works with me in uh, our digital agency. We run a lot of uh, online businesses, but the digital agency side uh, is what Tabitha helps me probably the most with. Um, and we have been on plenty of road trip to plenty of events together and basically in the trenches. So you're kind of going to get a good behind the scenes sense of how this all sort of works in the real world. And that's that's kind of the thing. So tab email, this is, this is a big one. Uh, you know, I think that I, I look back at when I was in my chiropractic office, mm-hmm. and just, you know, before, before I got into this whole digital world, um, I was in the chiropractic office and you know, I had been a study of digital marketing for a while, but didn't have an email list. I had all these customers coming in, didn't have an email list. And then one day I decided, you know what? We should take all these email addresses that are sitting in this system and we should put them into, um, an email autoresponder and we should let people know what we've got going, like not no pitches to, you know, what's going on, yep. but we should let people know. And I think, you know, it, it was something that the first time I did it, we send out this email. I, I click, I, I just wrote something about, I think it was probably around October. Like, you know, and I think I wrote something about it's fall, it's Halloween and you know, this is what we're doing in the office and I hit send and the phone starts ringing. Yeah. Like, Almost I do believe week.
1: I was on that email list. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice.
0: So you know, it's one of those things that, as a chiropractor, right away, I, I saw that you know turn into something that was powerful um, and really took it into the digital agency side really quickly because it was one of the easiest ways that I could show people how to make money, mm-hmm. and and that was absolutely huge. It's we sign you up. And we get you going and how do you make money in your business with us within the first week of signing up with us? And so whether we're doing Facebook ads, whether we're doing, you know, social posting, which is a big one for us, um, whatever we're doing, SEO, this is something that I can take into any business. And right away they were making money and our fees were paid for it. So it's a big deal. Yeah. So what are we going to be talking about today? First thing is picking the right kinds of clients. if you're wanting to offer this service, it's something that's very lucrative because it does bring money in right away. But what are the right clients to actually bring this into? How do you write these newsletters? How do you use an autoresponder? You know, what, what is an autoresponder if you not, you know, aren't hip to that yet? And then how do you get paid um, to do this, but also to upsell your high ticket stuff? Like if this is your foot in the door, which mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this should be your foot in the door. <laughs> How do you turn this into, you know, something else, which is maybe your core service? And so that's what we're going to be covering today. Um, Let's start with picking the right clients. I I think this is where you sort of, uh, you know, excel um, because (laughs) because this is, you know, you are always I I remember when I when I was in the chiropractic office, the first thing that you were doing, you were in an agency at the
1: time Mm -hmm.
0: and you were one of the first people that really was on my radar. There was a lot of people coming in to get our money.
1: Uh, yeah, none um, were as nice as me.
0: <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. And so let's talk about, I'm going to let you talk about like, what is kind of the the vibe that you go through when you're really looking for a particular kind of client? What, what really stands out to you?
1: Well, for me, they've got to be somebody that actually is trying to to market their business. They're, they're wanting to bring customers in. They've got a website. They've got a Facebook page. They may be posting a few times. You can tell that they're actually trying to get out there, but maybe they just don't have the time to do what they really need to be doing because they're busy working on the actual business. So that's one of the big ones for me. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: I I, I think that that's, you know, I think a lot of people when they first get into this, they go after people that don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And it's the number one mistake that agency owners, first time agency owners, before they even know that they have an agency, I think make is they go after these people that are just, they're not doing anything right. And honestly, you can't save those people most of the time, 90% of the time. There's no saving those people because they just don't have what it takes to stay in business.
1: Well, and then you're you're fighting an uphill battle the whole time because you're trying to train them on things that they don't understand. So you're, you're working twice as hard to get that client and to get them successful.
0: Right. And, and so I think that the number one thing that I look for, and I think that you too, and because you just said it, is you're looking for people that have a lot going for them already. Mm-hmm. They're already doing great things. And what they're actually needing is they're needing to take some things off of their plate. It's not like you need to add things, you know, to, to, that they're not doing, but like, how do you take some of the stuff that maybe they're already doing off their plate or how do you take some of the things that they're doing and make them easier? Mm -hmm. Um, getting a little more like into the, you know, the really specifics of this, I think the success for me with doing this, but really doing anything with an agency is picking one niche, picking one niche to start. Um, when I first got started, I was taking clients from everywhere. Like I, I was still in the chiropractic office, but I was like, you know what? I had this agency. That's a whole other story as to how that agency started. But, you know, it was saying I was taking all these different clients. And every time I took on a client, I was having to sort of relearn what I was doing in that niche. And it really distracted me a lot. Whereas when I got a little more professional with this, And really wanting to turn it into a business, I I focused on one niche. Now, I do multiple niches now, Mm -hmm. but it's only after I dominated one that I started even thinking about the other. So pick one niche. And the reason is, is because everything that you do for one client, you can turn around and take that stuff and recycle it for the other client. So so what else? We've got... uh, What what else do we have on the list?
1: So for me, I, when you're going out and trying to find the right clients, you need to to numbers. It's a numbers game. You got to go out there and talk to at least 20 uh, to know that you're going to close at least five. You know, it's just, it's a numbers game. You're you're not going to close every single one of them, um, but you got to go out there and get in front of multiple.
0: I think that that's, that's, that's a good point. Like, when I go out, I'm thinking, okay, today is sort of client day because I think a lot of people try to mix and match their tasks and activities. We're big on batching things mm-hmm. all in one thing. And so going out and just saying, hey, it's a Tuesday afternoon or it's a Tuesday morning and I'm going to take Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to see 20 businesses today and mapping that out and that just being like your whole day. If you don't have that amount of time because maybe you've got another gig right now, taking your lunch break or mm-hmm. taking after work but finding one day where you can actually go see a chunk of people at once. So for me, it's a goal that's like this. In a week or a day, I try to see 20 businesses. 20 is sort of our magic number. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can only get 10, only get 10. That's okay. But like we try to hit 20 because of the numbers. But the idea here is is you've got to think sales cycle. So many people that we've trained over the years, we've been training people to do digital agency stuff and to you know, help other businesses with online marketing for a long time. But so many people, when they first start, what ends up happening is they'll go see five to 10 businesses, maybe a few converts within that first week, and they get frustrated. And they're like, well, this isn't worth my time. But sort of how this flows down, you take those 20 businesses, maybe you get five that will convert within the first couple of weeks. But you got to think, everybody's a little different in where they are and kind of how they react to people coming in the first time. So our big thing is of those 20, maybe we only convert five within the first couple of weeks, the first month. But over time, those first 20 turn into more business down the road. And it's just sort of, you're planting these seeds.
1: Well, and that's how, that's how you successful versus failure. If you stop after the first contact, you are never going to be successful at this. You've got to, got to keep going in there. You got to stay top of mind. I mean, How many months did it take me to actually land you as a client, Ben, when you were in the chiropractic office? I mean,
0: yeah, it was a while. It it was was a while. It was just like I said, at first it was, you know, I had 80 million other things going. And Mm -hmm. like I said, you were someone that I really enjoyed being around, but uh, we had to get to know each other. And I think that's the thing. you got to treat it like a relationship. Yeah. And it's not if you treat it like I'm going in and either I get the date or I'm done. (laughs) It's over, you know. It's you got to go in and you got to act like, hey, this, well, this is somebody that I want to get to and know.
1: What I was selling at that moment did not work for your business in that moment. But when it did, you, you were the first person that, or I was the first person that you called because I had yeah. been there saying, hey, this is what I do. This is what I want to help you with, that kind of thing. So,
0: yeah. And that's the thing. I think that, uh, you know, me personally doing business, I absolutely have converted after the first call. Mm-hmm. but i've also been the person that converts after the you know fifth call mm-hmm. and that's the thing it's nice to know that somebody's there because if you show someone that you're there and that you're not going anywhere they're much more likely to do business with you than if you're the person that came in one time very rarely did someone come in one time and um i didn't if if i didn't sign up with them that first time if they only come in one time very rarely do i ever do business with them if it was just a one visit so yeah so the the rather interesting thing is this is i think that you know we, we focus on that one niche we go to a lot of people but a lot of people you know with something like newsletters you don't realize you can work with the same you know you can work with competitors with this this is not something that's going out on, on facebook as a facebook ad and you're running the same facebook ad side by side this is internal to um their existing people so like i said with with chiropractic offices dentist office real estate agents mm-hmm. A lot of times we'll just sort of, you know, we'll have two sets of newsletters or we'll have even one. Sending out a newsletter is not something that uh, is going to really hit the radar of too many people as, oh, my gosh, they're doing the exact same
1: thing. And client or client A is going to have a certain list and client B is going to have a certain list. And they usually don't don't interact, overlap each other.
0: And, you know, like I said, if uh, if there is any overlap, it's not something that typically people get too overly concerned about because it doesn't come off as a sales message. It comes off as. Hey, this is what we're doing in our business this mm-hmm. month, and this is something we want you to be concerned about. And this is what's so interesting. I, you know, I always, I always have so many people that are new to this saying. Uh, well, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's a good thing that I'm offering two th- two of the same things to the different people. Have you ever gone and watched the local news <laughs> and seen the same stories popping up? Have you ever actually gone to go to like literally if you've got a news station's website that's, you know, in your town, but then you've got one town over. It's literally carbon copies of the same national stories that come over and over. And a lot of times the same regional stories that are hit lo- over and over. And so, like I said, people get overly concerned about this stuff when it just, it's sort of the way that it works. And the people that are doing massive business, they figured out a way to sort of duplicate what they're doing. So we've been talking like a lot about like the right kinds of clients for this. Let's actually get into this, what this newsletter is, uh, because I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Um, so how do you write these newsletters? The first thing is you got to think all this newsletter is for every business that we do this for is a piece of content that has something to do with the the time that it came out. So like, let's say it's October, maybe we throw in some fall, some Halloween stuff, if that's what's going on in that particular area. Um, then we kind of get into what's something that's a- around this business that relates to that time. So if it's getting cold, we know that, you know, and we're working with, uh, a, Maybe a restaurant, then we can start throwing out certain things about you know the kind of food that maybe is good around times of being cold.
1: It's soup season.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) And so uh, if we're working with a chiropractic office, you know, when it gets cold, people start you know hurting more, Mm -hmm. and so we start going into that. But but there's lots of things that you can throw in here. So we start off and we're just thinking, hey, how do I put something together that's maybe 500 words that is going to be um, topical. But it's going to inform them on something. And at the same time, when we do that, the subject line and the person that it's from is going to show up as the business and something that they want to read. So I, I think that's the first thing. The first uh-huh. thing is highly relevant subject line that is topical that they're going to say, oh, that's interesting. I, I do want to read this. So that's a start. What else we got to have?
1: Uh, so like you said, talking about topical and date-based, but also you want to bullet list, uh, your, your tips and have everything be date-based. So teach them something you don't want to just, we're not, this newsletter has nothing to do with selling them whatsoever. You're there to teach them how to do something. So like you said, if it's, you know, they're starting to have aches and pains for a chiropractic office, what's some things that they can do, uh, to help alleviate those pains and bullet list those things out.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a lot of times people get really freaked out about emails. You know, like writing emails, writing things, and it's really just, hey, I'm going to teach you today how to do this. You know, like I said, as a chiropractic office, right around this time of year, it was really about, hey, how do you get up this early in the morning? So because it's colder, your Mm -hmm. body's not going to be working as good in the morning. (laughs) How do you get up and do a set of stretches that Uh is going to get you? rocking throughout the day. And it's like five tips, five little bullet points. And we walk them through step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. And so it's that simple. Well, and then
1: go ahead. and go the key thing too, is to when you're writing these, you're writing them like you're talking to your friend. Say your friend called you up and say, Hey, oh my gosh, I'm hurting. What can I do? Write the newsletter as if you're talking to your best friend. You're not, again, not trying to sell them anything. It's got to be like a conversation type thing.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. If you can teach somebody something and they've already raised their hand and said they like you. Remember, everybody this newsletter is going out to with these businesses is an existing customer. It's already somebody they've won over. All we're trying to do is remind them that this business is still there, they still exist, and how much they like them. And that's when you give them some tip like that, this business becomes useful again to somebody that already likes them. And so from there, we just it's a quick close. Um, uh, We just call to action. Hey, if you need anything, call us if you need anything stop by Mm -hmm. it's not i mean it's literally a sentence you know we're here at the office you can call us here have a great day Mm -hmm. and that's it like it's 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 nothing too crazy um but yeah, we remind them how to actually get back in touch with us, and that—that's the whole thing. So, five hundred words, something that's a step by step, that's you know helpful. It's time based, but it's related to the business, so that it's a tip that relates back to the expertise of the owner of the business. And we go from there. And I, I think that something that's really interesting here is we need to we need to show people how we do this. Like we need to we need to like really teach people. Like we're going to go into the autoresponder and. You know, But I think that the thing is is with an autoresponder, if you don't know what an autoresponder is, it's a way that you can write out an email and schedule it. And now, an autoresponder, in, in like just in a, the main sense of it, is somebody can sign up for something, and then it will auto-send out something automatically. But the way we're going to be using this is we're going to be scheduling broadcast emails out to a big group of people. And you can add people to this list at any time, but we're going to be scheduling them in advance. So how we actually do it is this. We set this service up from anywhere from $99 to $300 a month typically. Mm-hmm. So somebody's paying us to write their newsletters, to brand their newsletters for them, and to actually send them out to this big list of people, right? Yep. And so what we do is we will set up this autoresponder. We will pre-write the entire year. And that, that's it's super easy to do, and that's the thing. That's one other reason why we're so invested in one niche, because if you are one niche, you can literally take the same group of newsletters to any town, to anybody in that industry, and you can use that. So you're not having to write 12 different newsletters for every new client that you take on. So what we'll end up doing is, is we'll write these down, we will pre-schedule them in this autoresponder, which we're gonna go through next, and then our entire year's worth of work is pretty much done, yet we still keep getting paid month after month from our clients. And so you take something that could actually be quite annoying to have to do every month.
1: Yeah,
0: very true. (laughs) That's why this is such
1: a high selling point that they don't have to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly why we can sell this because they don't want to do it, but they see the value in it. Mm -hmm. But it's something that we get paid for every month. We sit down As soon as we put a client and it's part of our onboarding process. We go through, okay, what do you, you know, what it has to be in this. And we take all the personal stuff. We put it into each of these things that we've already have pre-written. And then we set this up once. And really, they're not paying us to do this every month. They're paying it for it to work for them every Mm -hmm. month. And so throughout the year, without fail, all of our clients, it took us maybe with the templates, maybe two, three hours to set every client up. And we're getting paid ninety nine to $200, three hundred dollars a month for this to go out. So how we actually set this autoresponder up? We use something called Active Campaign for all of our clients. It's highly highly affordable, and Active Campaign has a what they call a partner program, mm-hmm. and this allows us to have a top level dashboard that we can see all of our clients. Um, their, their, basically their account, mm-hmm. and we can get into each of their accounts. We can program in if there's ever any problems, anything. We don't have to have their login. We have our master login, and then we just jump in. We do it from there. So pretty simple. What do we add to the emails tab? I mean, it's
1: it's super, super easy. So you've got the header that's got the business logo on the very top. Um, And once you've set this up one time, you don't ever have to do it again. So this is the greatest part. So you've got the header that's got the logo at the bottom of the footer. You're going to have a picture of probably the owner and business address, uh, maybe the logo again, just smaller. And then the middle section of it, you're going to actually have the newsletter part. And that's the only part that has to change every single month. So once you've got the header and footer in place, you duplicate that and and you have it for the entire year. Just one and done. It's what we like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and it's, like I said, the first time that you set one of these up for a client, um, you may be thinking, Oh my gosh, this is, this is work, you know, but keep in mind, you are getting paid decently well for, to use, you know, uh, something that's templated and so like i said you if you have to write these the first time that's fine you get that done and then this becomes a template that you use over and over and over for clients all over so what we'll do is you know we come towards the end of the year and we get in sort of a, a hustle mm-hmm. this is this one this one's a big one for me at the end of the year because we've got people that are saying how am i going to make next year you know better for me like now, i Keep in mind, I sell this throughout the year uh, to get my foot in the door because it's something people easily understand. But at the end of the year, I get even, even more of a hustle because I'm like, how many clients can I accumulate to this service and then set them all up before the end of the year? And then the next year, everything just runs and we get paid month after month. And so, like I said, you do this once, you have it done for one client, and then every other client you take on after that is basically using the same stuff. And, and I even sometimes I'll even tell my first client, listen, listen, Uh, We want to use this template with others. So I'm going to give you a break on your monthly pricing if we can do that. And of course, they have no problem with us giving a discount. (laughs) None whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. And so as we're saying, this is something that is a service that is an easy foot in the door because all we have to tell people is, hey, would you like to get the same clients that you've already got back in to spend more money with you? Mm -hmm. And would you like to do that for 100 to three, $400 a month tops. Yeah. But like, typically this is this lies between a hundred and $300 a month for us. And, and it's an easy one. So from there, we typically use this as a foot in the door, but then we sort of get into, you know, how do we take this into, you know, getting paid for this in the first place? How do we do the recurring billing, but how do we take it into higher ticket services? So let's, let's talk about that. Um, number one, how do we get paid? Oh. We use,
1: Sam Card. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sam Card. We use Sam Card. It's super easy to set up. Uh, works with our bank, and uh, we can do those recurring payments. So once the the credit card is in that system one time, it automatically bills them out the same month or same date every month. So it's not something we have to go in and do every single month, or we don't have to mail out an invoice or anything like that. It's just it's done one time, one and done. We like those. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's super big for us to to have everything sort of on this schedule of once we get the client taken care of, everything happens. Now, if anything comes up and the credit card maybe has expired or something like that, Sam Card actually oh, sends right. out and, yeah, we'll alert them, but it'll also alert us. And so we have this nice dashboard. We have this nice set of stats that shows us how much recurring income we have every month, how much we can expect the next month. And it's nice to have that in your agency. So card has been big for us. Um so one of the big things that I know you're also big on every single month, and this takes like no time at all, um, but you're big on picking the phone up and just being like, hey, how how are things going? Just, to, just to touch base. Yeah. And so this is interesting. This is interesting. A lot of people think that this phone call that we do um, when we talk about it is just a, hey, making sure the client's happy. Well, of course it's making sure the client's happy, but A lot of it is getting on a schedule with them so that they understand that we call and check on them every so often. And then what happens is, is, you know, you get two, three months into this, then you start saying, hey, we've got this other thing, too, that we think might be a great fit. And so what you don't want to establish is is that every time you call a client to check on them, that you're going to pitch them.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But if. Yeah, but if you call and just say, hey, how are things going? Oh, things are going great. It's good. Well, awesome. If you need anything, call us back. That's that's the call a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Just a real quick, hello, how you doing? How are things going? Awesome. Take care. Call us if you need anything. But then you get, like I said, two, three months in, and you say, hey, I wanted, I wanted to talk to uh, so-and-so about um, this new thing that we've got going. Is there a time that we could meet up and talk? simple or is there a time we can get on the phone and talk about that and so it becomes this real fluid process and like i said we're acting more like we're in a relationship with these people other than we're just trying to sell them and so what we'll do is we'll get this going after a few months with any business sending out to their existing customers they start having people come in and say well i got your email or they call i got your email and that's you know i was it's funny i was thinking about you the other day uh, but when i the email came in that's when I knew I should call. Yep. And so once you start establishing months of that happening in the business um, and you're calling to check when I'm they're happy, it's super easy to pitch your service, which maybe is a little more high ticket, yep. which could be SEO, which could be, you know, building them a new website, which could be Facebook ads, which could be anything okay. under the sun that, that you actually wanted to sell them on in the first place. But maybe it was too expensive to be like the first thing that you let out with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Once you have that trust in place and you've got them results with something like this, it it gets much, much easier. So um, a lot of times, like I said, that's what we'll do. We'll call in and we'll get a few months under our belts. And then that third, fourth month is when we'll sort of bring up this other stuff. And then, like I said, we also have them on an email list and we should talk about this. (laughs) Every client of ours we put on an email list too. And so what do we do with the email list? Yeah,
1: yeah, we, about once a month, we'll email out about what we've got going on. So maybe we've called the office and we can't seem to land a meeting with them. They're busy, things are happening, but at least you've got an email going out that explains a little bit about what your new services or the high ticket services and uh, gives another opportunity just to show what you can do. And then when you do call back, so you haven't gotten a hold of them, you wait two weeks, you call back. Hey, I sent an email over, just wanted to see if you saw it. I'd love to talk to you more about it.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing how many people, when you especially if you send it in the form of a case study, like you have a case study yeah. for another client that's been using this high-ticket service, and you tell that story in one of your monthly emails mm-hmm. that comes out from your agency to all <laughs> of your clients that maybe you maybe the only thing that they're buying from you right now. Is the newsletter service. Mm-hmm. But you've got them on an email. So they read this case study and they think, you know what, that's that's really interesting. We've gotten calls just from that email. But like I said, if you're doing your follow-up calls every so often, it's also another talking point that you can bring up down the road, which is absolutely huge. So did we miss anything? Like did we I think we covered, think
1: we covered it all.
0: <laughs> I think we covered the gambit of what we're doing here. So if you have any questions about this service, uh feel free to ask us. Like I said, you can go to digitalagencyinsiders.com. You can leave us a comment. Uh, We're going to have show notes up, of course, for this one. Feel free to jump in the comments. Leave us something there. Also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, shoot us a review. That's always awesome. We always love knowing what you think, if this helps you. The idea behind this whole podcast is to give you things that are actionable, that you can use quickly, that you can go make money with. But also, I think the most important part of this whole thing of having a digital agency is serving and how are you doing things that yeah you're getting paid for, but you are serving your clients in a way where they're getting big results from it. And this is one of the ones that's huge for us because we're using this to market to people that are already fans of what we're doing. So I think that's it. If you have any questions, jump over to digital agency insiders, let us know and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Digital Agency Insiders podcast. For more tutorials on growing your digital marketing agency, make sure to visit digitalagencyinsiders.com.